Based on my personality style, what is the leadership weakness I should be aware of and how do I overcome it? Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business -business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So I've worked with and for a number of leaders and managers, as probably all of you have as well. And I have a number of, uh, I've had a number of leaders and managers report to me over my career as well. And there's some things I've noticed about how we tend to behave as leaders. Uh, some good, some not so good. Um, there's those leaders who are not aware of their flaws and weaknesses. And there's those who are aware, but they're really unwilling to address them in any kind of meaningful way. And then there's those who are aware of those flaws and weaknesses, and they are willing to address them in a serious, meaningful way. And I would argue that the best leaders are those in that third category. Um, I've certainly worked for people in all three. The ones I would choose to work with and for again, absolutely are aware of their flaws and weaknesses and put conscious effort into trying to be better at, at their job, at their, at, their, at their craft. As employees, we are very aware that most bosses are terrible at leadership. If you, do, if you read any kind of polls, on how many people think their boss or their manager or their supervisor is a good leader, uh, the numbers are pretty bad. It's just, by and large, people don't have a high, um, a, a low percentage of people think that their bosses are, are good leaders. And in my experience, bad leaders are either too aggressive, they're too passive, they're too convinced that they're the smartest person in the room, or they're woefully lacking courage, or all of those things, or, or there's, and there's plenty of others as well on top of those. Um, these are the kinds of things that, that we just um, don't enjoy about having bosses and managers and supervisors who are not good leaders. You could take a large number of uh, leaders, managers, and business owners and ask them what percentage of the bosses they worked for when they were an employee were horrible, and they will likely say that most of them, if not all of them, you know, some business owners might say, every boss is bad. That's why I'm a business owner. And then if you ask them, are you a good manager, leader, boss, supervisor, whatever, the overwhelming majority of them would say, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. So welcome to human nature, right? We, we generally tend to think that other people are not good at this simultaneously to thinking we are really good at this. Um, and one of those things is not true. And, you know, for, uh, for me, I would say that unless we're one of those uh, people who's putting conscious effort into being a good boss, a good leader, we're probably in those first two categories I mentioned earlier, which is we're not aware of our flaws and weaknesses, or we are, we just don't care enough to, to address them. And I would argue that those are two uh, pretty good indicators of not being a great leader. If you could ask uh, the same people um, what they thought made a good leader, they would probably have a list similar to the one I gave, you know, people are too aggressive, too passive, whatever. 
If you ask them where they are, they would probably be reluctant to give you an answer on that. But we all kind of know what our weaknesses are. If we really uh, give ourselves time to think about it, we, we really know what our weaknesses are. This is one of the challenges of leadership, though. When you're in charge, you're, and you're prone to shutting people down or avoiding dissenting opinions, how could you ever really get that feedback to let you know how you're doing? And this is what happens when you're too aggressive. You kind of shut people down. And when you're too passive, you avoid conflicts. You don't, you don't really get that feedback in that situation either. One of the most important things I think we can aim for is balance. And, and, and anybody who's worked with me for any uh, t- length of time has heard me use the word balance over maybe hundreds of thousands of times. This is something I really think it matters, especially when it comes to being a good leader. You have to have balance. You cannot let yourself get carried away too far in one direction or another, even if it's you know your natural... You know, for me, I'm just, I'm naturally more aggressive when I get stressed or I get in situations where um, I need to make quick decisions or I'm being challenged by an employee or whatever. And there's other folks who are just naturally way more passive. They're more afraid that the employee is going to leave or or uh, they're afraid they're going to hurt somebody's feelings and, and they get way too passive. So my my thought is it's better to aim for balance in all those situations. You know, Aristotle used to talk about virtue being the golden mean between excess and deficiency. So courage, for example, is a midpoint between cowardice and foolhardiness. And I would say we need to find that midpoint between being a tyrant and avoiding conflict altogether. We have to aim for balance, even in those moments where we're least likely to want to overcome our natural flaws and our, and our natural inclinations. And in those moments where we're very stressed or, or in a lot of discomfort, like an unpleasant conversation with an employee. Those are the moments that we have to really focus on balance as much or more so than we have a lot of time to plan for things and think about things. So how do we attain balance in those very frustrating moments or we're caught off guard, we got to make a quick decision, or there's an employee problem, a customer problem, a, a process failure, the phones aren't ringing, whatever it is. How do we find balance in those moments? How can we overcome our own flaws and our natural inclinations natural inclinations that don't serve us or our teams well in those moments that we're just caught off guard and we're not prepared. So one of the first things you'll want to do, in my opinion, to get a handle on this is to figure out what's your personality type. So if you take any kind of personality assessment, um, there's, you know, there's dozens of them out there. Um, most of them break things down into kind of two axes. One is, are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? And the other is, are you a people person or a task person? So you end up with, you know, you could be an introverted task person, extroverted people person. There's basically four quadrants based on that that you would end up in. And uh, I'll give you an example. I'm clearly, if you've been listening for any length of time, you probably know I'm a, a, a much more of a task person. I think spreadsheets are fantastic. I like data. I like facts. My wife, on the other hand, is very much a people person. Uh, when I, I'll give you an example, we've been in our house that we li- live in now for about a year. We've had a number of contractors and landscapers and and uh, pool people and all you know all kinds of different service providers come to our house. The number one thing she asked me every single time somebody comes to our house, and you know they they come and go and then she comes home and you know and you know hears about how things went or she's curious about how things went. The number one thing she asked every time were they nice. She doesn't ask if they knew what they were talking about. She doesn't ask if they were on time. She doesn't ask 
what the price was. She always asks, were they nice? She's very much a people person. So this is kind of, you know, and I'm very much a task person. I, I do care about people being nice, but that's not the first thing I would ask about. I would ask about, you know, are they licensed and bonded and things like that? That's what I would want to know about. So it's important though that we know where we're at on this because where we land on that, on that um, axis will kind of help us figure out how to find balance in these moments that we may struggle. So no doubt you've worked for people who avoid um, conflict. They avoid any kind of altercations. They, they just really don't like it. And you've probably worked for people who like to antagonize or maybe a little tyrannical. Both are unproductive. Uh, some people think that being a tyrant is the only way that's unproductive. You know, of course, being a tyrant makes people's life miserable. Uh, they put demands on them. They don't listen. Uh, they're harsh. They're cruel sometimes. Um, people naturally know that, hey, that's not a productive way to be a leader. On the other hand, being super passive is not a great way to be a leader either because oftentimes you put the burden that you should bear as the leader onto the team because you don't want to you don't want to ruffle feathers. You don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to have the conflict so you'll avoid it and the problem is still there and somebody has to deal with it. So I would argue that 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 style is no less unproductive than being a super tyrannical person. Very a very productive skill I recommend leaders learning is the ability to pause in those moments that you least likely want to pause. You're on the track. Your your brain is telling you to go. Uh, either go flee the situation to avoid conflict, or go and put people in their place and establish your authority and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Those are the moments that it's. I think it's the one of the best skills we can learn is to pause in those moments and just. To, it, I'm not talking about pausing for five minutes. I'm talking about just pausing for a couple of moments just to ask ourselves a couple of questions. Are we, you know, try to figure out if we're heading on the right path because we know that our natural inclinations and our natural flaws are not always going to help us be great leaders in those moments. And so we have to figure out a way to pause in those moments we least likely want to hear anybody else's opinion, including that little voice in our head. And I think that's one of the greatest skills we can, we can learn. And there's many benefits from taking that pause. But for now... I'm just going to suggest this one question, which specifically addresses the weakness based on our personality type. And if you're a task person, the question I would recommend asking is, right now, in this moment, are you trying to be successful or are you trying to be right? Because task people, when they go too far, when they're allowed to just run free and they get stressed or excited or uh, they're in a confrontation... Task people want to be right in those moments. And being right is all that matters. Um, you know, especially for a tyrannical person, they have to establish that I'm the person that must be listened to in this moment. I'm the person who must be, whose orders must be followed. I'm the person who must be listened to above all else. I'm the one who's right. Whether that's by title or because of knowledge or whatever. That's what happens when people who are task people go too far is they want to be right. So in those moments... We can just ask ourselves right now in this moment, am I trying to be successful or am I trying to be right? And the answer to that question will tell us if we're heading down the wrong path or not, if you're honest. Now, that, that, that's one of the, the caveat of this whole thing is if you're not willing to be honest with yourself in those moments, then this is largely a waste of time. But I would recommend that asking that question. And if you ask yourself, do I want to be successful or do I want to be right? It's pretty easy to tell if you really just take a half a second pause and think about the language you're using and the tact you're using and the posture you're using and the, the environment you've created. And you look at all these things, you go, hmm, is this really going to work out if I continue down this path? Or am I 
trying to establish my dominance or my authority or my knowledge or whatever. Now, if you're a people person, you're largely afraid of hurting people's feelings. You're afraid your employees are going to leave you. You're afraid they're going to resent you. You're afraid they're not going to like you. And in those same moments, when you're trying to flee um, conflict or you're trying to maybe skirt around it a little bit and not quite be as um, objective and upfront and transparent and direct as you should be or could be, the question for you to ask is, right now, am I trying to be successful or am I trying to be liked? And that will tell you if you're heading down the wrong path or the right path. Again, if you've created an environment and a situation where you're walking away from something and you know the conflict is still there, you know the problem is still on the table, you know you haven't really dealt with it, somebody's going to have to. And it's not reasonable or fair for the leader to step away and leave that to be somebody else's problem who's not a leader. The team's going to have to figure it out in some cases. Or you're going to defer this, you're going to kick the can down the road for another couple weeks or a month, and people just have to deal with whatever this unpleasant thing is until you get around to coming back to it. And in those moments, again, if we can train ourselves to just pause and ask, am I trying to be successful or am I trying to be liked? And if you're trying to be liked, accept it, own it, and maybe change your behavior, maybe change your tact, maybe change your, your approach, maybe change your language, maybe create a different environment where you can be more open and, and honest and direct. So these are the two questions I, I really recommend people take in a moment when they're stressed, when they're frustrated, when they're caught off guard by an employee issue or a customer issue or there's some kind of other turmoil going on. If we just let our natural um, ways run how we do things, we're not as likely to be successful because we go too far. That's how humans operate. We go too far if, we're not, if we don't put checks in place. If you don't um, get pushback from employees, which again, if you're a super, um, if you're more of an aggressive person and you and you kind of dismiss people or, or let them know you're not interested in their opinion, or you're super passive and you avoid that stuff because you don't want to hurt people's feelings and you don't want to have your feelings hurt, how could you possibly know? So in those situations, the only person who can challenge you is you. And that's really hard. In those moments, we don't want to take a time, the time to pause. We don't want to listen to anybody have a dissenting voice and tell us we're doing something wrong, even if it's ourselves. But I really think this is one of the best things we can do is just teach ourselves just to pause for that, that moment. So the first thing we got to do is understand that most managers, supervisors, and bosses are not very good leaders. Now, this may include you. It may not. I'll tell you, when I first started out as a, as a manager or supervisor, I was terrible. I was probably the worst supervisor that ever come along, come along in the industry I was in at the time. I just was not naturally good at it. Now, fortunate for me, I had some fantastic mentors, and I really wanted to be good. And I, I, it was not hard to figure out that I wasn't good. But I had to put some conscious, deliberate effort into improving my skills and learning what worked and learning what didn't work. So this isn't something that we can just assume that we're all good. We can't simultaneously say, yeah, most of the bosses people work for are not very good. And simultaneously say, yep, I'm pretty good at what I do, though, without any kind of uh, supporting objective information to tell us that. You have to establish ways to objectively ascertain if you're behaving as a good leader. Undoubtedly, um, you're going to get into more ways of developing this feedback loop when your team uh, is open and able to communicate with you. If they're not because you either shut them down or, or seem to be disinterested or avoid conflict, there's no way they can get you this information. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot in, the, in future episodes about 
how to encourage that kind of feedback and, and demonstrate that you want to improve and demonstrate you want information from them on what's working and what's not. Largely because the people you're doing this with the most are going to be your future leaders of your company. And you, and you have to have the trust that they're going to do that. You have to have the trust that they're going to be good leaders. And teaching people how to be good leaders is something that's rarely talked about, especially in service industries. Uh, we tend to assume that people we promote are going to be good leaders. And again, simultaneously, we look back on our own careers and we say most of the people we worked for or worked, worked with were not good leaders. But we kind of tend to believe that we are and the people that we promote are. Well, both of those things cannot be true. So I would argue that it's better for us to develop the skills of being a good leader in a way that we can teach them to somebody else. You can actually teach somebody how to be a good leader. And these are the kinds of things we're going to talk about as we do that. For now, we're just focusing on this one technique that you can do on your own. You don't have to have anybody help you with this. You don't have to ask for any feedback. We just have to teach ourselves this, this skill of pausing for that moment and asking ourselves this one question. One of the things we got to do first is get a handle on our personality style. Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Are you a people person? Are you a task person? Again, there's four different quadrants there. Any personality tests you take, any assessment, uh, I should say assessment, not test. Any personality assessment you take is going to put you in one of these four quadrants. It's going to be pretty clear if you lean towards being people, you lean towards being task. Yes, you could be somewhere in the middle. Um, I tend to lean way more towards being task but I'm kind of right on the line between introvert and extrovert. So, um, but you'll know what your natural inclinations are. You'll know if you are honest with yourself, when you get stressed out, when you get frustrated, when you get overwhelmed, which way do you lean? Do you lean to try to be right or do you lean to try to be uh, liked? Again, if you, if you, for my wife, all she ever asks is, were they nice? When people come to our home or when we take our, you know, take our car somewhere or whatever, all she ever asks is, first thing is every single, every single time, were they nice? Uh, no doubt you've worked for people who who either avoid conflict or who are super aggressive and kind of shut down conflict. Neither one of those in excess uh, or, you know, allowed to go too far are are useful or helpful. Uh, they're both very, both very unproductive when they're in extremes. Um, it seems like the tyrant is the one that everybody kind of notes that, yeah, this really sucks because they make everybody's life miserable. But being super passive is no better because you leave all that stress for somebody else to take care of. That's not that's not fair to put that that responsibility on somebody else. The, uh, the skill I'd really focus on teaching your leaders, and, and if you don't have the skill already for yourself, is just learn the skill. It's pausing in that moment. You least likely want to pause. You feel yourself getting carried away. Your natural tendencies are just taking over, and you're just heading down the track. That is the moment we have to teach ourselves to pause. And we in those moments, we don't want to hear from anybody. Again, even ourselves. We don't want to even want to hear our own voice say, hmm, are you sure you're heading on the right path here? And the question to ask, if you're a task person right now, are you trying to be successful? Or are you trying to be right? And if you're a people person right now, are you trying to be successful? Or are you trying to be liked? So that's something I would recommend uh, practicing with. You know, again, this is a skill where it just takes some time. It takes some reps. Teaching yourself to pause in those moments you don't want to is not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy at all. It takes a lot of practice. It takes years of practice. But try this out. Next time you get rattled, you get frustrated, you get overwhelmed, you get frustrated, just pause in that moment and ask yourself the question. See if it doesn't change your behavior. See if it doesn't change your approach, your language, or change the, you know get you to change the environment a little bit. So, um, Again, I just want to say thank you for everybody who, who's uh, shared this podcast. If you have a friend or a colleague who's a business owner in the service industry, please share this with them. 
Um, give us a rating and a review if you haven't. If you if you have, thank you very much for that. If you haven't, uh, again, this is how you grow podcasts: ratings, reviews, subscribes. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't. That way you get the notification when new episodes come out. Come out every Tuesday. And uh, that's it for this week. And I'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>